I have like a day with me, Alan Smith, where we proclaim stories out the day's press and journal on Tuesday, September 13th. Uh, so front page of the paper today is uh, a big picture of the uh, the four mannies standing vigil uh, around the Queen's coffin and then they were joined by um, King Charles and uh, Princess Anne and uh, Andrew and Edward and that was uh, quite a, a striking thing I did see on the TV. Anyway, the front page just says Britain preparing to shut down for Queen's funeral. So uh, Britain is preparing to shut down on Monday as the nation pays its respects Tell Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Many major supermarkets will close for the late monarch's funeral, while stores such as Primark and B&Q will also be shutting their doors for the day. Schools and nurseries will also close due to King Charles III making the day to have bunk holiday, while the Royal Mail is pausing deliveries. Even though there's no requirement for employers to give staff time off work, the UK government is encouraging firms to respect employees' wishes. The shutdown comes as experts warned the extra bank holiday could hit the struggling UK economy after the latest GDP figures showed feeble growth. Uh, there was also warnings of disruption in Edinburgh and London as visitors flocked to pay their respects to the Queen. Um, so obviously her coffin is well moved to Edinburgh as back down in London now and um, you know, a great uh, ceremony for leaving there and, and arriving down there. So, um, well, I think just about everybody came about this shot doing on Monday, and um, rightly so, in my opinion. <laughs> it's never, you know, it's, it's never just a queen has been for 70 years. There's never been a queen like her in a thousand years, so if we can't have shot for one day, there's something far wrong. Now, here is, it says a minute silence to be held on Sunday night, and this is a nation will have a minute silence at 8 o'clock on Sunday. To mourn the Queen's death and reflect on her life and legacy. Uh, folk are invited to mark the occasion privately at home, on their doorstep or street, or at community events and vigils number 10 said. Uh, those living overseas are also encouraged to take part at 8 o'clock their time. Uh, Downing Street said the shared national moment of reflection will be an opportunity for Aberdeen across the UK to mark the Queen's death. The Prime Minister's official spokesman said folk are encouraged to come together. At 8 o'clock on Sunday, September 18th, the night before the state funeral, there will be a one-minute silence um, where the public are invited to come together and observe a national moment of reflection um, to mourn and reflect on the life and legacy of Queen Elizabeth II, he said. So, um, Members of the public are being encouraged to plan ahead with the army expected to be on hand to support the events um, in London over the coming days. It will be about encouraging the public to plan ahead and to be prepared for obviously London being extremely busy during this time. Uh, we do want to ensure as many folk as possible are able to come into London. Um, th that is the overarching aim. But equally, we do need to ensure that people know what to expect and that they should plan ahead. So this is all for folk coming to you know, view the the coffin. It's uh, going to be lying in Westminster. So, um, no doubt there will be some helica folk um, hidden down here. So. If you thought London was busy for, look out. Now here is the Undertaker says sorry for Queen's Coffin logo gaff. So the Undertaker for I undertook the 175-mile journey from Balmoral to the Scottish capital has apologised for leaving his logo in the hearse window. Hmm. 
As the eyes of the world fell on the Queen's coffin as it left Balmoral Castle, viewers could clearly see an advertising logo for the undertaker Fabus Karen with the official role. The hearse carrying the coffin of Queen Elizabeth II was draped with the Royal Standard of Scotland, with a wreath of flowers picked for the Balmoral Estate. Against royal protocol, the advertising logo of Edinburgh-based William Purvis, funeral director, was seen in the window of the hearse in the Queen's cortege. Um, the company's website crashed moments after it was first seen. Many viewers took to social media to share their thoughts, and in some cases, anger on the logo being on show. Um, the logo stayed in place in the vehicle as it passed through Aberdeenshire, Aberdeen into Angus. Uh, it was still on the vehicle until the car- the cortege during the Brechin Castle Centre. Um, after the first of seven vehicles pulled into the castle to give those members of the cortege a comfort break, the hearse remains without the logo. Uh, while there was some suggestion that the hearse had been changed for a second vehicle that was in the cortege, it appears that the logo was simply removed. Um, so, uh, the undertaker, as William Purvis say, uh, said, we were required to change the colour of our signature silver Mercedes limit to black in line with the royal protocol. Uh, our logo, which is part of the standard livery in all our funeral vehicles, and which is a common feature in the sector, remained in place. Um, on Sunday, September 11th, during, during the procession, we become increasingly aware of the attention our company was receiving, which uh, should rightly be directed to Her Majesty, and in response, we removed the logo on the first possible occasion. We've never sought to gain any PR from our involvement with HRH and the Palace. I would like to thank you for your support as we navigate the protocols and sensitivities during this unprecedented time. Um, well, mere advertising, you would say, and uh, free advertising that. Um, that undertaker is nine to learn. Now here is a Sovereign Grooming uh, Scoops Scotland's Top Barbershop Award. So, uh, Sovereign Grooming with Salons in Aberdeen, Edinburgh and Glasgow has scooped the award for Scotland's Best Barbershop. The company picked up the title at the Scottish Hair and Beauty Awards 2022 with Sovereign founder Kyle Ross also winning the Best Barber Colourist Award. Uh, Nathan Robb of Aberdeen and Edinburgh-based Liam Allen were also shortlisted in the Barber of the Year category. The silverware follows significant expansion by the business, which is backed by a group of investors led by M.B. Martin and Partners. Uh, Mr. Ross said, It is great to see the hard work and talent of the entire Sovereign team recognising SY, and this award is testament to their commitment to quality and service. So, well, anyway, very well done to them, but, um, you know, unfortunately, a barber is nothing that uh, I need anymore, and I I would win uh, my own Best Barber Award now for... Uh, very, you know, uh, dexterous and, and very clever use of the clippers, um, which I can manage myself. So, it's, um, naked to make on the cellar of me, I'm afraid, Mr. Sovereign uh, Grooming. In years gone by, maybe I, but uh, no, it's a big fat no. So anyway, well done on the award, excellent stuff. Now here is an institute built by Nobel winner, it's a centenary, so this is a, it was a royal visit which brought a bold idea to fruition in Aberdeen. And when Queen Mary cut the ribbon at the Rowett Institute on September 12, 1922, it marked the start of a century of research to improve both animal and human health. Since the laboratories opened their doors, this pioneering centre has enhanced the nation's health through free school milk, 
uh, underpinning wartime rationing and improving agricultural production. Uh, today it supports the food and drink industry to produce healthier foods and assess the sustainability of different types of food. So it was a, the development was originally driven by its founder, John Boyd Orr, one of Scotland's most remarkable figures for his determination, intellect and skill in persuading benefactors to part with big sums of money transform the modest premises into a world-leading centre of research. Um, he persuaded John Quiller Rowett, who was director of, of a wine and spirits merchants in London, which had profited for the war, to help out. He was impressed by Orr's ambitions, um, and he donated £20,000 back in 1919 or something, and that paid for 41 acres of land at Buxburn for the project in Berlin's. Um, the money was donated with one crucial stipulation. If only work done at the Institute on Animal Nutrition was found to have a bearing on human nutrition, the Institute would be allowed to follow up this work. Um, so by September 22, it was nearly complete, and Queen Mary agreed to come doing Fable Moral to formally open it. Um, so Orr was a very um, go-ahead kind of lad, and he set up experiments in the value of milk to school children and they discerned that there was a marked improvement in their health and growth, particularly among those for the poorest households, resulting in a parliamentary bill to provide free school children with free milk. Um, and God, I, I did mind an art used to get uh, milk in at uh, their friend's primary school. The only thing was it was left to sit in the window cellar here all day, and then you got that later on in the day, and phew, time. it was near into butter, but never mind. Um, at the end of the 40s, his achievements were formally recognised. In 1949, he became a Freemason of the city of Aberdeen and was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. So, you know, I'm pretty sure if, if you've listened to news over the past 10, 20 years, there's a lot of things that the Rowett Institute has um, helped with and, and, you know, pioneered. So, um, fantastic. And uh, to be in the outskirts of Aberdeen is, uh, just goes to show what a lot of clever folk up here. Now just finish up with sport as normal in the back page of the paper there's a headline says a good one's delighted scouting hero so he's just half a happy with the um scouts obviously keep on the earth and um, great prospects that they can sell on for millions of pounds later on which is uh, good news and then um, but also a wee bit doing inside the paper uh, dawn's set to trial six o'clock kickoffs with united so Aberdeen's upcoming fixtures against dundee united will kick off at six o'clock uh, 6 p.m. The Dons and United have confirmed the matches scheduled for Saturday, October 8th at Tannadice on Saturday, November 12th at Thordy will both be early evening kickoffs. Uh, so, this is uh, to request a bath clubs as part of a wider plan to trial different approaches in pursuit of attracting greater attendances. So, well, all well and good, but I would say the best way to attract bigger attendances is just keep on winning Aberdeen. So, and especially against United, here's hoping you can give them a good thrashing. So, come on, everybody. Now, what's me done for the day now? Just a wee book list of today's paper on uh, Tuesday, September 13th, 2022. And uh, an absolute tip-top day for anybody in Saturday. It was, um, you know, must have been about 20 degrees, I think, today when I finished my work about 1 o'clock. And um, it's been a glorious afternoon, very fine indeed. So, long way to continue, but I think um, I'd flip in with our folk are saying it's naked until so we'll see um, what comes to or no. But anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast now. I hope you enjoyed it. And as ever, um, you know, before you finish up the day, rack your brains, think of somebody for you can probably isn't listening to this. 
and bet far might like it. Let them care about it far to find it. How to subscribe and you know, rope them in to be a, a lifelong listener. That would just be great. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Doodle. Field, Nell, Field, Banner, Field, and Banner, Field. Hearts of local stories that you believe in and care.